Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, a lot of 06 mentions. Esh3887, the 06 team was a damn good team. I mean, it was a good team, but I, I don't think this one was better. I don't think that one was better. I think we've overrated the 06 team. I really do. Um, well, who who was the pitching staff? It was it was uh, well during the regular John during Maine. the regular season or during the playoffs. Well, d- during regular season, you had John Maine, you had uh, El Duque, you said right? Yeah, Steve Traxel. Um, ugh, boring. Who else was it? Well, Traxel. Pe- Pedro and Martinez was somewhere. on it. He just got hurt. Tommy Glavin right. was uh, the stalwart, if you will. Right. Here, based I mean, on. Based on starts in the regular season, all right, because we all know what happened in the playoffs. Tom Glavin made every start. He made 32 starts, had a 3.82 ERA. Uh, Steve Traxel made 30 starts, had a 4.97 ERA. Pedro made 23 starts before getting hurt, 4.48. El Duque made 20 starts, 4.09. John Maid made 15 starts. 3.60, 3.60, and then Oliver Perez, remember, was acquired um, at the trade deadline, made seven starts with a 6.380 RA before he was called into duty. The rotation is on another stratosphere in terms of 06 versus 15 or this team. That's why, like, I think it's because they won the 97 games and they ran away with the league and they ran away with the division. That team was not as good as a lot of people like to remember. They had a great lineup, and I don't want to dismiss that, and I thought they had a really good bullpen, a deeper bullpen than this one, but that rotation in the playoffs and the regular season was blah. That's all it was. I I think that that's what bothered most of us that the next few seasons and why, like, you know, they brought in Santana in 08, which was great, but it was already like, by that point in time, you missed the boat, like, 
the offense was a juggernaut. You needed to fix that pitching, and they just couldn't do it. I remember when they were trying to resell me with the season tickets. I'm like, yo, this team sucks. Get some starting pitching, and maybe I'll buy some more tickets. Yeah. By the by the way, I, you sure the balls were, balls weren't being juiced? The ones that were thrown with the ERAs they had. I mean, jeez, that's <laughs> terrible. Everyone was in the four. Everyone was in I fours because you heard the names. They weren't good. Pedro <laughs> yeah. Martinez was at the end of his career. He, he had yeah. a very good old five. His first year here was very, very good. That's why I think I mentioned to you last time about Scherzer's first year as a Met. How do you compare that to other great first years of free agent signees? Pedro was great his first year as a Met. The problem was it was all downhill after that. Tommy Glavin was like 42 years old or whatever he was. Steve yeah. Traxel is Steve Traxel. El Duque <laughs> was 40. And John Main, you know, we didn't know how good he was. He actually had a better year the following year. Same thing with Oliver Perez. So it's not that the ball was just it's that they weren't that good. Uh, at behind the bag, get to the World Series first, then we could talk. If they get upended by the Dodgers or Braves come playoff time, you'll be screaming all winter. Well, it depends. It depends how they lose to, to know if I'm screaming or not. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be screaming. I may be crying. I may be upset. Like, sometimes you lose in the playoffs, and you're not screaming. You're sad. Um, 06 against the, you know, going back to 06, I don't think I screamed during the offseason. I think I was sad. I think I was just massively disappointed. They lost the game seven in their own building. Uh, Beltron strikes out looking. Heilman gives up. Thought. We, we all know what happened. Like, I don't think I spent that offseason screaming. So I think a lot of it depends on what happens. And look, here's the thing about this this year and a lot of it is what baseball is in 2022, there are a lot of really good teams. And the reason there are a lot of really good teams is because there's a lot of really bad teams. So you have the Dodgers, who may win 112 games. You have the Braves, who, despite the Mets winning every night, they win every night as long as they're not facing the Mets. They, they may win 98 to 100 games. You have a really loaded league which is far different than 06. And I think a big part of it is that you've got so many really bad teams like the Pirates, like what the Reds were at the beginning of the year, like the Cubs, like the Nationals. A lot of really bad teams. That's why, as good as the Mets are, they're not catching the Dodgers for the best record in baseball because the Dodgers never lose, which is insane. Um, I just get back to that final game, seven. I know that you were at the stadium, but how long did it take you to get out of there? Because I remember me, you, we, you talk about being sad. Like, you make me, you give me flashbacks. Like, I remember where I was. I was at a, my cousin was about to play a show down in the city. I was at the bar, ready to watch him play and perform. And they, they would not start the show until the final out was, was the, the game was over. And I'm watching the strike three happens. I put my head down. And I never listened to a single song. I just walked out, depressed. I drove straight home, and I don't know what I did the rest of the night, but I was definitely upset. How long did it take for you to get out of that ballpark? I'm curious. Ah, uh, boy. It was actually really quick because as soon as Carlos struck out, I got up out of my seat, 325 loads at Chase Stadium with my dad, and immediately got the hell out of there. And it was a very eerie feeling. There are only two feelings I've had like this in sports. One is actually recent. It was the Game 7 against the Bucks with the Durant foot on the line three. And then obviously Game 7 against the Cardinals. And what they have in common is the hear a pin drop thing, the sadness, 
and the like, I was floating out of the building. Like I, I wasn't even in my body. I was so sad. And that was the word I would use. Sad. Like just devastated by what had happened. Almost shocked about what had happened. I think deep down, I thought in both games, we were going to win. You know, because there were dramatic things that happened. Not to compare two different sports. And I, I know there's very few crossovers between the Mets and the Nets. But that those two games are very similar in terms of... It felt like I got out of there really quickly. Because as soon as it was over, I'm like, get me the F out of here. And I always plan things out, Hoff, where I know how to get to my car immediately. Like, I plan exits very well. <laughs> now, if they win, there'll be no exit. It'll just be a big party. So, that was one of those games... 07, 06, Game 7, where it was just sadness. I remember when Shea closed. I was sad, but I was pissed. Mm. Like, I was angry. Mm. And I don't know. Sometimes as a sports fan, you have that. Like, 2000 was really weird. And I had mentioned this on the air because now this uh, audio clip is in our show open. That when the Yankees won the World Series in 2000 in my building, in our freaking building, there was a Yankee fan sitting next to me, this woman who started screaming as if she was having a, you know, she was being pleased. Uh, yes. Okay? Yeah. That's how she acted when the Yankees won the World Series. And I still have that voice in my head. And I tried to imitate it on the air. So maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't. But yeah, I'm not going to do it again. Right? It was one and done. <laughs> but there was a lot of, like, excitement coming oh, yeah. out of her voice. <laughs> a lot of pleasure coming out of her voice. And it caused me a lot of pain. And so walking out of Shea Stadium in 2000 was very different than walking out of Shea Stadium in 2006. A couple of more tweets I'll read. King Milt, let's look at this logically. I know that's tough for sports talk radio. Oh, God, right right off the top that annoys me. I don't say things because of sports talk radio. I really don't. I say things because I feel a certain way. But okay, (laughs) I'll respond, King Milt. For that statement to be the case, my statement that this is the best Met team of my lifetime, they would have to at least make the World Series. That's what the 15 and 2000 teams did. Won't even mention 86. And look at this. I don't even have to respond. DS for MVP responded for me to this man. He said, (laughs) you can objectively say it now, though. The best team doesn't always win the title. The 07 Patriots were probably the best team I've ever seen, but they lost. Last year's Brave team wasn't better than a lot of teams and have lost in or before the World Series. I mean, listen, I I got a lot of you got to win a ring. The next guy I see, Vlad G, can we see a ring first? Uh, Bro, obviously, in the whole grand scheme of things, we will look at a team that went to the World Series as better in terms of accomplishment than a team that won, let's say, 102 games and got knocked out in the Divisional Series. What I think in all, on August 10th is how I feel now and what you accomplish in the regular season. I think Diaz for MVP is right on. I'd put the Warriors of 2016 and the Patriots of 2007 as two of the greatest teams I've ever seen. They didn't win. The 2001 Mariners, we kind of mocked them, but they did win 116 games. They're a great team. Obviously, as a fan, we need a championship. And I think this season is no question. They got to win. They got to freaking win. If they don't win the World Series, I'm going to be devastated. And by the way, that's not because of them and the expectations they've set. I'm too old for this shit. That's where I'm at. <laughs> uh, no, no, I have no more. I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll take this a step further. I'll take this a goddamn step further. 
The New York Jets shocked the world. Shocked the world. They win 13 games. They win the AFC East. And they're in the playoffs. Do you think at any point when they lose, I'm going to say, well, gee golly, they went further than we thought? No. I want to freaking win. I don't care what the expectations are. Win me a freaking championship. I'm going to be pissed off if they lose. Uh, BT keeps on asking me, he goes, oh, if they get to the uh, the NLCS, you got to feel good even if they lose no, the NLCS. No. That's stupid. No, it's it's over. I'm sorry, but as a Met fan, or any fan, but for someone that hasn't seen a championship since the Rangers 94, it's a long time ago, um, I am so desperate. I'm, I'm fiending for a championship. And the Mets are the only team that I really ride and die every single freaking day of my life. Even in the offseason, I'm like, what what movie are going to make? Who are they bringing in? Who's the new GM? So this is the most important championship for me. It, they have to win. And I don't, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll give away my kids. Excuse me. I don't care. Excuse me. Yes. I, well, I'll give them to, <laughs> to other people that want to take better care of you. I don't know. I just... I need a championship. I need it to happen. No, I, I'll take that back. Look, I, 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 I've, delete that. I've always said this. I said this to the Ranger fans this past year, and they probably think I'm just being a hateful douche, and that's fine. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You never, ever, ever say, well, it was a great year. No, no, because you don't know when you're going to get another opportunity. And I've learned that lesson the hard way as a sports fan, that you don't know if you're ever going to be back. And I think that's why 06 with the Mets, we've talked a lot about uh, in discussing the greatness of this Met team. That's why I think that is a special but also a bittersweet team because they never got back. Like, I could have sworn walking out of Shea Stadium that night they were going to get back. And that's why, and it's very, I'm telling you, I know people don't want to hear this, it's why it is so similar to Game 7 against the Bucks. Because I walked out of that building saying, as much as people will tell me, you'll be back. You've got Kevin Durant. You've got James Harden. You've got Kyrie Irving. They'll all be healthy next year. Now, I didn't know, obviously, what would happened the disaster that it was between the mandate and Harden but I walked out of that building saying no 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 no, I don't know I'll be back and while if I said that to you the next day you'd say you're being too negative no you don't know if you're going to get back the freaking Nets are great proof of that because they're obviously not going to get back based on everything that's happened since that moment 06 though was where I learned that Because, oh, David Wright's young. Jose Reyes is young. Of course they'll be back. Yeah, 
They were back. It took nine years to get back to the postseason, and it was a completely different team. So I don't buy this idea of, well, if they could get here, I'd be happy. No, no, no. They have to win a World Series. I've seen them in the World Series. We both have. A lot of us have. They have to win a World Series. But as I was writing that tweet, I thought to myself, should I explain I was three in 1986? Or should I let people say, (laughs) 1986, you douche. And... I let it go because I thought maybe people would realize since I've said it 500 times on the air, I was three and 86. It doesn't count to me. I don't remember it. It's like if you were one when Jack Kennedy was shot, you don't remember him being shot. You can't talk about while I was in school and I thought this and that. You have no idea. You were one. I was three. No one remembers anything when they were three years old. But I will say this for those people that are, explaining the 86 team. If this Mets team... Not saying that the record's going to be as good in the regular season. But the playoffs work out the way that we want it to be. Max Scherzer, DeGrom are as dominant as ever. I mean, it's, it's a possibility that they could dominate the playoffs in a way that we haven't seen ever. With the pitching staff they have. <laughs> I mean, you want to go to 86 and say good in. And, and, and fine. Pete. Gooden was amazing. Pete, Pete. If the New York Mets yeah. can win this World Series, all right, mm. and we're mm. going to do a Rico Bronia on December 5th mm. debating 86 versus 2022, I will gladly have that. That'll be a fun podcast to do. Let's go. You know what we'll do? Let's... I know exactly what we do, all right? I'm already envisioning, I, I hate to say this, if the Mets win the World Series, We'll bring on someone who represents 1969, someone who represents 1986, and then us, because we represent 2022. And we'll all debate, <laughs> hey, which one was the best? <laughs> <laughs> but let's get there first. One last thing, and I appreciate the interactions and all that, uh, because it's interesting. To me, I'm just telling you how I feel. I think it's the best team I've ever seen, and hopefully it ends that way. One last thing. Keith Hernandez created a controversy during the Mets Red Series because Keith alluded to the fact that he did not want to do the Mets Philly series. Now the Mets and Phillies play a lot coming up. They have a three-game series this weekend at City Field. Scherzer versus Ranger Suarez, Jacob DeGrom versus Aaron Nola, which is a great matchup on paper. Chris Bassett against Zach Wheeler. So obviously with Noah Syndergaard pitching Wednesday, he misses the series at City Field. Uh, so it'll be a fun series. Anyhow, three-game series, Mets-Phillies. And then they play four games in Philadelphia with a doubleheader on Saturday. Next weekend, Keith said he doesn't want to do the Philly series. And his reasoning makes absolutely no sense. Keith Hernandez said he doesn't want to call the Philly games because their fundamentals suck. Now, we all know Keith's a big fundies guy, and I love it. But I- I- I've been racking my brain, and it caused major it. Like, Philadelphia's all pissed off. They're all offended. Bulletin board material. Can you believe Keith Hernandez said this? Pete, there's no way Keith Hernandez doesn't want to call a Philly series because their fundies aren't good. Why would he call the Red Series or the Pirates Series or <laughs> the National Series? Like, there are so many garbage teams in Major League Baseball. They're not even a garbage team. Yes, they're bad defensively. Yes, they've got like three DHs playing the field. We all understand that. But come on. That makes no sense. I think Keith is just trolling Philadelphia, and he knew the button to push, and it was perfect. And I'm on his side because, you know what? They are scrubs. And I, do, I don't I do blame Keith for that. I don't want him calling a scrub-like 
game. I want it to be a good... Listen, this was a great series. Keith was on it. He was having fun. I don't need him to go through the debacle that is the Philadelphia Phil, uh, Phillies. I, I don't like this. The Mets and the Phillies are about to play seven <laughs> times. Like, stop. And they're also, the Phillies are playing really good baseball lately. So, but, but I'll say this real quick because we've gone way over time on today's Rico Bronia. And we'll be back after the Phillies series on Sunday. I'll be on vacation down in North Carolina, but we're still going to record a podcast. I, I'm, I'm planning, Hoff, on having the wind and the beach in the background while we record. So we can get some ambiance. Hopefully it'll sound okay. That's the priority. But as we talk Mets Phillies and preview the Braves series, the plan is I'm going to have like a margarita in one hand and the ocean will be at like my background. So you'll hear it. Like you'll hear the waves hitting the ground as we're breaking. Will I hear you? Will I hear you sipping the margarita from like the if it's like the last yeah. sip like yeah oh yeah no no it's it's <laughs> dude it's vacation Rico Bronya I'm gonna give you Rico Bronya we're gonna do it but I'm gonna be on vacation just don't be as drunk as I was either, <laughs> which by the way you were killing me on a question I'm like dude I was totally dead serious with that I was sober not sober but I was definitely serious because I went to Twitter hours before I was drunk with that same Oh, really? So I thought I that you said something on the podcast drunk, and the truth was it was just really a thought that you had, okay? It's a really a dumb thought, yes. <laughs> the last thing I'll say, as we enter an interesting stretch of games the Mets are about to embark on, they play three games against the Phillies, four games against the Braves, four games against the Phillies, and then two games against the New York Yankees, which I know will make a big deal of the Subway Series. It really isn't that big of a deal. Even after they swept the Yankees, I made that pretty clear. I enjoyed it in the moment, whatever. So they're about to play 8th, 11th, 13 games against the Phillies, against the Braves, against the Phillies, and the Yankees. The Mets have now set themselves up to just go out and play 500 baseball. That, that, that literally, and I'm being honest about that, I'm, of course I'd love to see them just win every single game, but I think they're on this run right now, 14 out of 16, whatever it is, They've built a 10-game lead on Philadelphia in the NL East. They have a seven-game lead on the Atlanta Braves in the NL East. When you have a lead like that, now you can run the clock out. And running the clock out means splitting. I look at that Braves series, split it. I look at the Philly series in Philly, split it. Obviously, at home, two out of three would be nice. But really, it's run the clock out. Seven-game lead, 10-game lead, 50 games to play. Obviously, you can blow a lead like that. We've seen that since 2007. <laughs> but what you need to do right now in these head-to-head matchups, forget the Yankees, I'll, I'll leave that one out. Really, the Phillies and the Braves. Split them. Just go out and maintain. When we leave the Philly-Brave run, which will take place over the next week and a half, uh, be in the same place you are now. And if you do that, I'll be happy. If you do that, I think Met fans will be happy. And you'll be well on your way to winning a National League Eastern Division Championship. Something I have only seen in my lifetime that I've witnessed. (laughs) I've only seen that twice. 2006, 2015. It is special for us. But we will be on Rico Bronia right after the Philly series. I'll be on the air with Joe Beningo. Me and Beningo back together again for a few days. Thursday and Friday. I'm off next week, so Craig and I will do a show right before the Subway Series. That's the next time we're going to do a show together, before Mets-Yankees at Yankee Stadium. By the way, assuming everybody's healthy, Scherzer DeGrom 
for the two games at Yankee Stadium. Mm, I'm not kidding you. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, it's been setting up nice. What I'm talking about. Like, they didn't have to pitch in the Cincinnati Cities. They go up against Philadelphia. They'll pitch against the Yankees. It's beautiful. Not too shabby. Thank you for listening to Rico Broja. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rico Bronya podcast. It's amazing, isn't it? Make sure you download it now to keep it on you at all times. <laughs>